0: Yo! Happy Valentine's Day! Welcome to another episode of Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie.
1: Hey, and I'm Riz. This is a weekly podcast where we two Cupideros discuss movies, TV shows, music, or anything we think you guys might like to listen to.
0: Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to us, and follow us on Instagram at pressplayar.
1: That's Instagram pressplayar. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the trailer for Bloodshot some mass singer discussion over in quick news and our review for the birds of prey movie uh hashtag the fat fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn
0: our episode continues with the latest in dvds and music and we'll end it with six degrees of separation and our fact of the week but what first quick news <laughs> So this week, the entertainment movie TV news has been buzzing. It's a new year. Things are rolling out. And one big shocker that we found out this week is that Sam Raimi is in talk to direct uh, Doctor Strange 2. As you might heard in our previous podcast, uh, the original director, I think his name is Scott Dickerson, he left for creative uh, differences and ironically... Sam Raimi is, I guess, uh, one of the, one of the directors or yeah. Who started this whole Marvel movie universe. Uh, I mean, we, we, obviously you have blade and you have prior ones, but I think, uh, the original Spider-Man was the one that really put commercialized it.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, Marvel definitely. Uh, it's interesting. I have. I might have some theories about why they particularly got him, mm-hmm. since it, this is the multiverse or the Correct. the craziness of the Doctor Strange and the Nutty Professor multiverse, or whatever. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Uh, maybe uh, if Sam Raimi's the director, they can co coax Toby Maguire
0: absolutely, like
1: for a cameo or anything that's possible. Amazing, like that. I would. Freaking love that!
0: Sam Raimi has a unique vision. He not only was the director of the original Spider-Man one and two and three, and three. Yeah, I, we, we I try to was, we try
1: to forget three.
0: I thought three was Matthew Vaughn.
1: Um, we'll look that up.
0: Yeah, I want to say it's uh, Matthew Vaughn. You can look that up. Okay. Uh, he also directed uh, Drag Me to Hell, which is a movie that we previously reviewed. Um, and he also did Ash. Versus the Evil Dead, uh, so he has some really good, unique aesthetic to his directing, and I'm really excited to see what he does with Doctor Strange too, if the rumors are true.
1: Um, he he indeed directed Spider-Man three, and I Ooh. think a lot of us would like to forget it. Sam Raimi.
0: Oh, I am so sorry. Then what the fuck happened?
1: He did the whole trailer I mean, the whole excuse me, the whole trilogy, and he um. He just fucked up on Spider-Man 3. I don't know what, what he was oh, on. Oh, Lord. What black oil was corroding his soul to make that piece of shit movie. Now,
0: here's a fun fact because, you know, I love useless facts that I n- I'm never going to use in the real world.
1: They're not useless. We're going to be, like, on a pop culture Jeopardy tournament <laughs> or something, and it's going to be the, the big last question, and and we're going to win.
0: So, in Spider-Man One, uh, Wolverine was going to cameo in it. Uh, the uh, Hugh Jackman was going to be in it, but it couldn't happen because someone stole Wolverine's costume, and it w- it was never made into fruition.
1: You know, there's um, uh, in the goofs, the goof scenes of, of you've X-Men. seen it, of the original X Men. Spider Man runs out in one of the scenes just before lunch. It's funny (laughs) that you're gonna go into like this deep, (laughs) setting the
0: mood, and that's it.
1: (laughs) But Uh, I'm I'm super excited about Sam Raimi. It's I think it it would be his first uh, return to to comic book to a comic book movie since Spider Man Three. Yeah, and he you know he did. He did want to redeem himself with Spider-Man Four before Sony decided to reboot it with Andrew Garfield, uh, so uh, th- this will be his opportunity to uh, redeem himself, basically.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I want to talk also a little bit of Wandavision for a little theory I have. I talked to you about it before. Uh, As you've seen, like, promos and commercials and trailers of WandaVision, which is the Disney Plus television show about Wanda Maximoff and uh, Vision, seems like it's going to take place after the snap, after Endgame. And it looks like they are getting inspiration from uh, the comic book and as well as uh, an homage to different types of television throughout television history. You see them in black and white. You see them in very Leave it to Beaver. And I want to put out a theory that every episode will be a television uh, homage. Like episode or a episode will be an I Love Lucy type or leave it to Beaver. ill Bieber, Leave it to Beaver. Spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> and another one would be, for example, Cheers. And another one would be, who knows, Friends and... I and I told you the season finale of that if that does happen or if my theory is correct is friends and it'll be like the other Avengers playing respectively the other uh, five or six people. Um, that's that's my theory. That's
1: that's that would be cool. And I agree. I, I want
0: to say like they're trapped in it. Um, Me and- oh. And it has to do with, I think it, ha- it will probably have to do with Loki, uh, Loki setting them in there. Go ahead.
1: Uh, my theory was uh, since Vision's dead, it you know, he was still dead. He died before the snap, so yeah. uh, that she, like, goes through some sort of experiment since he started out as a program mm. to go into, like, technology to try to bring him back. And she just ends up going through these trippy... Uh, television scenarios. I,
0: I like that. I like that a lot. Actually. Good. Good theory. Th- baby. Thank you. Yeah. So these are shows that are coming out this year. Uh, a lot of uh, people in the MCU, like Kevin Feige and fans are reporting that you, as they're entering phase four, you have to pay attention to these other television shows to understand this whole story that they're trying to tell. Uh, with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki that's coming out, Doctor Strange two, and the Multiverse of Madness, and uh, I'm I'm really excited for for that intertwine of story
1: arc. It'll be interesting. Uh, there's no way my brain can handle all of that. Uh... So I'll probably just end up reading an article, you know, to get the lowdown <laughs> on what I missed. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I can't remember everything. And, you know, I I told you I didn't really wasn't really that into the Marvel films. Uh, before I met you, uh, I probably only watched Hulk and the first Iron Man. And yeah, it I just. And then, and then then, since I met you, we've seen every single one in the movie theater. Absolutely. So up to this point, I'm okay. But there's still a lot of stuff in the past that I don't really get.
0: One day we're going to sit down and we're going to actually watch each uh, movie to see if it'll better make sense to you. It's all
1: on Disney+, Plus, isn't it? Yeah. Or most of them? Most of it, yeah. All right, so let's get started at least maybe once a week.
0: More about Marvel. Captain Marvel is... Starting this minor production, it's, 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 it's going uh, and there are some more rumors in this movie that there's going to be a potential villain from the X-Men universe and that p- person will be Rogue. If you are an X-Men fan or know about this, this story or this lore, Rogue's uh, strength and flight Got, uh, was gained by her fight with Captain Marvel. You told me that. Uh, they got into this huge scuffle where Rogue is like, you know what, gloves off, literally, and touch Captain Marvel long enough to permanently have her super strength ability and her flight ability. Uh, and it, as rumors are saying that there is, um, possibility that she is going to show up as a villain of a group. But the only group that was there, or I can think of, is the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. And the article that I read is that although they, she is gonna come probably from a a group of supervillain. It won't likely be Brotherhood of Evil Mutant because uh they're planning on shelving Magneto for their oversaturated use in the Fox uh, X Men universe.
1: Um. I don't know if it's a theory uh more of uh maybe she she won't necessarily be like like it'll be a she'll be like the villain so-called villain quote unquote of the thing but maybe her uh her actual storyline won't be villainous like it won't come from an evil place she'll just have like a difference of opinion with captain marvel just like in civil war where you know the good guys were each other's enemies so yeah um so they'll like they'll be common ground ultimately in the end and she can spin off into into an x-men movie and i'm assuming uh she will not be played by anna paquin unfortunately
0: Oh, no. Uh, I read this comment that they said, as long as it's not Anna Paquin, and we have to remember that it's not the reason why a character doesn't evolve or doesn't develop or doesn't reach that peak that we want. Not necessarily is about the actor. It could a lot of it falls on the writing, on the direction. I mean, look at Days of Future Past. They completely cut her out. So it's not her fault. And by having the rogue cut, it kind of made the movie a little bit better, more interesting as well. Uh, Brian Singer's excuse was that it kind of like diverts the main story.
1: No, the rogue cut was so much better. Oh my God, it was awesome. I loved Rogue. And, and as each movie went on, or, you know, in the original trilogy, she got less and less and less screen time. And then, uh, what she had, like, just a tiny cameo in Days of Future Past, which and, sucked.
0: No, it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible.
1: But then, you know, I, I highly recommend the Rogue cut of Days of Future Past over over the, mm-hmm. um, the theatrical version. Yeah.
0: yeah. And she said, she's tweeted, because I follow her on Twitter, she's tweeted that the only way she'll be back as Rogue is if she can, if Rogue... Has her full powers and potential. That's the only way she'll be back. So we'll see how that goes. You never
1: know. Like, never say never. It's just very, 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 very unlikely. But never say never. Um, Our next uh, piece of quick news is the big event on on sunday this past sunday oh my god it the was biggest huge. event
0: of like iconic like i'm i'm so shocked that it even happened <laughs> the mass
1: singer third season premiere yes. <laughs> yes you guys thought we were going to say something else
0: like what there though? wasn't
1: anything else going on that day so yeah um the uh, they're doing this new thing because in the previous seasons they would they would have like six and six and go back and forth now they're going to do six until i think they get up to 3 uh or or 2 and then they're going to go on to another six and i have a theory that that they were they were rushed to get this season together by super bowl so they only had six celebrities at the time so they're still casting like the the second and third groups cuz there's going to be um uh group B and groups A, B and C.
0: So and it's 3 sets of 6 or 4.
1: 3 sets of 6 oh. and then they'll get to the the top 2 of each one and then the final 6 will then go for another several episodes to the finale.
0: I see. Yeah, it the whole elimination process is completely different. Uh this round was the llama, the pink monster, uh the white tiger, uh and robot the robot which was the first elimination i got spoiled by it before i even saw it and then you saw a spoiler that then you realize it was the british the british mass singer and you're like ah, i'm they spoiled it for me I it's thought, a double elimination i thought it was a
1: double elimination and uh i saw an article like about jake shears jake shears shows off his uh his unicorn. His unicorn. I'm like, what the h?
0: Yeah, that that innuendo crap is so stupid.
1: And then I clicked on it, and it was uh, he was on Mass on the mass Singer. I'm like, damn! I was trying to avoid spoilers, and then we started watching the episode, and uh, there was no unicorn. So far, how do you
0: like the the celebrities? It's just been Little Wayne, who was a robot, and the llama was Drew Carey.
1: Yeah, I didn't see Drew Carey coming at all, and uh, I know who Little Wayne is, uh, and I guess that was the biggest shock forever for everyone else because why would a a rapper do it? it didn't really shock me. I don't see why.
0: It was kind of embarrassing. Where. Where for the judges who've worked with these celebrities, especially like Rob Robin Thicke says, I've made five songs with him, and I don't even know, didn't even recognize
1: him. They need to vote Robin Thicke off the island. No, he, I'd rather have Robin so Thicke
0: than Ken Jong. You know what? Vote he all of is them out. So the only annoying and so. I don't know.
1: The only one that know. I can sort of stand is the Pussycat Doll.
0: I like her, and I, I like her co- her humor.
1: Yeah, Jenny, Jenny McCarthy is a little over the top. Uh, Robin Thicke has no personality, and... <sighs> Give me a second. It's him. I know... I know I, exactly I, who this is. is. Now, wait, wait, wait. Hear me out. Hear me out! It's just the same shtick over and over again, and it's it's just... And I guess it, it plays well for for the family crowd that watch it. You know, the 12-year-olds the Yeah, our dogs hate it. They howl, and they're like, please turn him off. But... Um... It is what it is.
0: Yeah. And the next quick news we're going to talk about is the season finale and a uh... Very, very sad goodbye to The Good Place.
1: Yeah, we were actually three or four episodes behind or five episodes behind. And, you know, I I think I mentioned that we don't have TV currently, Uh, but we do have Hulu. And I didn't realize that The Good Place was still airing for like several, several, several weeks because we never missed an episode. So we're like, all right, we're going to do a marathon over the next couple of days. Um, And it was, it, it is... It, it, I think it's one of those binge shows that you just have to like watch one after the other, after the other, after the other, because there's always every episode ends with a cliffhanger or not necessarily a cliffhanger, but yeah, kind of like a cliffhanger. It goes to like a new, a new area that you aren't expecting and you, you have to see what's going on.
0: I got into it because of you, but the first season was already out and it was on Netflix. Yeah, so we, I caught up
1: watched it straight through
0: and then we, Continued watching it together. And I got to say, The Good Place is such a fresh and unique TV show. It was very, very, very fun to watch. It was super entertaining Uh, and a great cast. You had Kristen Kristen Bell. You had Ten Danson. You have Jacinto. You have Darcy, who, again, I will never get over her Emmy snub. And you have uh, Jamila um, Jamal. And together they worked very, very well.
1: the uh, The recurring cast was fantastic as well. Maya Rudolph, <laughs> she and was hilarious. Just like the little innuendos and the inside jokes. They brought Timothy Oliphant in for like a cool cameo. Uh, there, you know, we watched these several at a time. In one episode, they mentioned about how like which friends would have made it to the to, to the good place and, and they're like well Rachel Monica Joey Chandler and Ross definitely would not maybe Phoebe and then two episodes later Lisa Kudrow shows up you as, know like as, an, as a as another character yeah in the
0: good place uh, the I don't know if you saw the promos for the good place cuz it lied to me uh in the good place finale promo they had uh Cheedy and Eleanor holding hands, walking through
1: together. Oh, I didn't see that at all. So I
0: didn't want to mention that to you. And I'm like, fuck, spoiler shit. (laughs) And I like how the the series ended. It ended very, very well. Very happy with the conclusion of it. And it has potential for a spinoff, which I don't think it's going to happen. But. It's, it's he, there.
1: Everything eventually gets re- rebooted or brought back. Give it 20 years. Um, we
0: are in the age of reboots and renews.
1: The, it, it was a fantastic finale or final season. It's, And it was deep. It was super deep because, you know, supposedly what we learn about heaven or the good place in quotations is Is you're happy, and you're happy forever, but forever is infinite. and
0: That's what they found out after all their mission and all their hassle, you know.
1: In this case, they, you know, they got bored, you know. It just, how many times can you, you know, experience everything over and over and over and over again in the best possible way, which was surprisingly deep for this show, Mm -hmm. and kind of makes you think, maybe darkness would be better <laughs> when you die <laughs> or, you know, do, do like they do like have stay as long as you want, be as happy as you want. But when you're ready, move on. It's, it's a pretty good concept.
0: Yeah. And everyone was there as long as they they wanted. And, uh, they each left on their own terms. And that's what I liked about it. It wasn't like what I saw in the promos that Eleanor and Chidi left together. Um, it yeah. was it was on their on their own term whenever they they all felt that they were their life and their afterlife were completely fulfilled.
1: And oh shit, I can't remember her name. Uh, tamale.
0: Uh, tahani. Oh, shit, tamale. <laughs> tamale <laughs> is a Hispanic food.
1: That it is rhymes. Right. What was it again? <laughs> tahani. Uh, well, she actually she's like, oh my God, I'm ready to move on. I finally finished making a table with Megan Mullally's husband, so I'm ready. And then she decides at the last second, you know what? Uh, I I would like to actually be an architect of of other um, dimensions or places. Uh, what what do they uh, call the the middle area where people the were middle? tested? Oh. Uh I don't know yeah. if they ever ended up but other neighborhoods so um which I like that they didn't just have everyone realize it's time to go and then go through the arch. They they mixed it up a little bit and there was a a, a nice ending for Michael as well, right? What was that?
0: What was that ending?
1: He was able to go to Earth and become a real boy like Pinocchio.
0: Wow, I totally forgot about that.
1: Yeah, and there was a, a nice little cameo from his real-life wife, Mary Steenburgen, teaching him guitar. And he had, an, he had a nice ending. And, you know, obviously there is... Even though it was a good ending, there is potential for, like you said, to bring it back eventually. Because they said, well, we don't really know what happens when you go through this arch. We just know that it's the end and you're at peace. So, you know, the little flicker could just fly back through and they can all come back. When they, you know? when they
0: decided that they were going to do a, a game over in the good place. And people who were done being in the good place, they can go through a door and... And they explained it that, you know, you will just disintegrate into into the universe. And that's what I, I would I thought exactly is like when you're done with the afterlife, you go through that door and you come back like it's like a circle of life. Like you come back into like these atoms and molecules that go back into the universe. All right. Uh, and I, I kind of find that a bit beautiful, to be
1: honest. It was a super deep show in general um mm-hmm. and they never they ended it on their own terms it was only yes. 50 episodes only four seasons and it never got stale um yes which it was super fresh sometimes has to what for especially for genre shows like that it has to happen
0: but you know why it lasts like that or it becomes that good is because the show ra- runners and the creators know exactly when to stop yeah exactly it's not like let's go for like 18 season or or, you know keep on to like suck this thing that just becomes as you say stale
1: and sometimes there's cases where the showrunners want to stop but the show is too big and Mm -hmm. i remember the uh jj abrams and the creators of lost actually had to negotiate with abc to stop the show they had to like sit down and be like we, we need nothing. We, yeah, <laughs> exactly. We have basically we can do two two more that? seasons lost. We can do two more seasons, and ABC's like, how about uh forty four episodes in three seasons because a, a standard seasons uh twenty two episodes, so they split up and made three small seasons for the final three seasons just to stretch it out that much, much more. And and they did the same thing with with I think the last last season of Friends as well. That it was a shortened season just to get that one last I'm surprised they didn't do that with Big Bang Theory, but I think that was because of uh of um Sheldon. I can't remember his Jim name. Jim Parson. Yeah. He he was the one that's like, we need to stop. And, yeah. And I'm not coming back. So
0: Yeah. Awesome. We wanna tell about a trailer. Pretty cool we saw. We saw Birds of Prey today and in front of it was a uh pretty uh, awesome trailer called Bloodshot
1: Yeah, like the, we mentioned in our When we said which movies we were looking forward to There's like trailers and shit we haven't heard about That, you know, will be added to this list And, you know, a Vin Diesel movie is gonna interest us Really? <laughs>
0: So I, We were really excited. Uh, the movie's called Bloodshot. It is going to be released March 13th, 2020. The director is Dave Wilson. This is his directorial debut, but he was a visual effect guy for uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. Oh, wow. Uh, the cast includes Vin Diesel, Isaac Gonzalez, Guy Pearce, Tallulah Riley, Sam Hugin, and Toby Kebbell. Or Kebel, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, and the synopsis... Uh, after he and his wife are murdered, Marine Ray Garrison is resurrected by a team of scientists. Enhanced with nanotechnology, he becomes a superhuman biotech killing machine. Bloodshot. R. Uh, <laughs> uh Holy crap, the, the trailer looks amazing. Again, they probably gave away, away a little too much. but uh,
0: You get a feeling of Groundhog's Day.
1: Yeah, basically he wakes up and... And they're like, you died. We don't know how you died, but you're now superhuman. And uh, as they're explaining, he starts or, uh, you know, as the days go by, he starts remembering how he died and uh, how a hitman came, murdered his wife in front of him and then murdered him. Yeah. Uh, So So instead of seeks revenge. Yeah. Instead of staying with these scientists, he goes rogue to go after the hitman. Yeah. But the trailer shows a twist. Which is pretty cool.
0: He kills him, yay! And then Diesel... they Diesel's, shut him down. Uh, gets shuts down because he killed the guy, and we realize that he's just being used to just kill uh people.
1: Yeah, he's basically um being used to be an assassin. He's literally
0: and, a killing machine.
1: So they wake him, they erase his memory, wake him back up, and replace the memory of the person killing his wife with someone else killing his wife and him.
0: The next person the scientist wants to target.
1: It's it's a really cool concept. Uh, and the effects an are original. pretty badass. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's like a Wolverine and a Terminator had a baby, and that's Vin Diesel's
1: character. Very, very true. <laughs> uh, I don't know about Wolverine. Yeah, I guess Wolverine. I, I mean, which minus one the had clause. the had the cool, like, uh, glass skin? Oh, that or was Emma frost. Like, well, no, that's played more by January ice. Jones or not ice, glass, you're right. No diamonds. Diamonds.
0: Diamonds are a... so. This movie's pretty cool. Action packed. We also saw Final, uh, Fast and the Furious Nine that was like some fake ass oh there's God. this phrase in cuban that's <laughs> called un paquete which means a package meaning is like when something you jam a lot of stuff in a box and it's it's just impossible to to achieve like these stunts you had you had to go to to school to know this type of
1: math yeah i don't I, the physics don't apply in these movies F- yeah it's physics <laughs> yeah. like the the scene where
0: <laughs> Where they they go off a cliff and they angle the car just enough so the string could catch the wheel to freaking swing themselves with the car into a helicopter like you have to know physics you had to go to Harvard and that was like insanely ridiculous but Han is back yes
1: I don't I don't think that either of us I I think I might have seen the very 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 first one but you, you and I haven't kept up with this series of movies. No, but
0: I've seen uh, several. I saw the first one, the second one, the third one...
1: I, uh, I would like to get caught up. I, I'm a big uh, Michelle, Williams, Michelle Williams, Michelle Rodriguez fan from Lost.
0: Yeah, uh, our our my brother wants to be on the on the podcast soon because he wants to talk about you know the Fast and the Furious franchise and about Cars and stuff like that. So we're trying to squeeze him in soon so we can have him. Awesome. Um, and I honestly, I'm really looking forward to this movie. Uh,
1: I well, the the only negative that that I would give. And I I love that they brought Char- Charlize Theron back
0: with her bowl cut haircut, badass. Ooh, girl. Uh,
1: the but the only negative that I would say is they're kind of following the uh, the Marvel shtick where uh, it's his brother type thing. The villain is his is his brother. Oh, which, played
0: by John Cena.
1: Which they there Alfie is a resemblance. Happy. There is a resemblance. I yeah. mean, I like John Cena. He's funny.
0: I told him when we went to see the movie, uh, I told him, Hey, I saw the F nine trailer. He's like, John fucking Cena. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, I guess you are ex- excited. Yeah. Too. He
1: is down for those movies. So
0: yeah, we'll update our list. Definitely.
1: Yeah. Blood, bloodshot is definitely on the list. We're going to have to see it and freaking hell. I know we're not, we're going to get to the Harley Quinn trailer in the next segment. After we play play the game that you have, uh, but we saw it in IMAX, and there's it's fucking there's like oh my gosh, and the speak and the speakers and <laughs> you just you're speechless. <laughs> it, it's it, it's It's immersive. Yes,
0: very much so, uh, and it was much cheaper.
1: It was ten dollars. We usually pay about seven at Aventura at that time, but I would I'd prefer to pay that much money to like be blown away. You know what I mean?
0: It was a real and the seats were awesome. The, the
1: Wonder Woman trailer on IMAX was badass.
0: Oh my god! Every time she steps up and they show that that shot with with the shoe with her shoes, mm-hmm. uh, love it. <laughs> I'm like yeah, bitch. Alright, so what? is
1: this game So we
0: are <laughs> on the week of love and it's all about love and harmonizing and all that You're not going to want me
1: to sing, are you? Yes. Although I can hold a good tune.
0: I well debatable. Anyways. <laughs> so this game is uh thanks to BuzzFeed for their useless quiz and their algorithms. Um it's, which Disney couple are you? Or, the which Disney couple are you and your bae? Now, obviously, all these Disney couples are heterosexual. So, we have to make do for what we got. So, we're both going to have to answer this because I guess this is a team thing. Okay. Um, so, the first plan is choose a place. And the place is the woods, the beach, the city, or mountains.
1: All right. Uh, we can both choose... Our top two, and then figure it out from there. There has to be an algorithm.
0: Uh, mountains and woods for me, because I live in the beach and
1: the city. Uh, I'm beach or woods. Okay, so, so let's woods. go with the woods. Okay.
0: Uh, what the fuck? Huh. Okay. Uh, choose a Valentine's Day dessert. We have cupcake, chocolate cake, chocolate strawberries, or milkshakes.
1: I'm chocolate cake or milkshake.
0: I'm the same chocolate cake or milkshake. I'm going to go go with with that chocolate cake. Chocolate cake. Hell (laughs)
1: yeah.
0: Uh, Choose a honeymoon location. France. La Bahamas. Italia. New York City. Been to New York. Hate it. Bahamas. Tropical. I live in the tropics. Uh, I would pick Italia.
1: Yeah, I would pick Italy as well.
0: Choose a date location, fancy restaurant, bar, bowling alley, movie theater. Movie
1: theater. Movie theater.
0: <sighs> Choose an animal, fish, dragon, dog, or monkey.
1: Dog. Sorry. That was that We
0: are Pocahontas and John Smith. Which... You and your bae enjoy adventures of being outdoors. You two also have a compassionate side for animals.
1: Um, and btw they actually don't end up together she ends up with john rolf yeah and Wolf. rolf
0: she dies because of uh white people disease malaria or something one malaria. of them yes or yeah sp- oh all my right God. so
1: just around the river bend <laughs> okay well,
0: we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back with our review and discussion of birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn And we're back. Now, before we get into Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn movie review, I want to give a breakdown or a list of the top 10 uh, romantic-slash-Valentine's movie according to IMBD.
1: Oh, what a what better of a week to give a list like that?
0: Yes! Now, if you I guys the agree here. with it or disagree, let us know. If you guys have seen it, let us know as well. You can hit us up on email via go press play the number two at gmail.com or you can send us a dm directly on instagram
1: at press play ar that's press play ar and go press play the number two at (laughs) gmail.com yes now
0: this list is because the top 10 list and it is ranked in or in by by score so the top uh number 10 is sleepless in seattle
1: did you see it I uh, saw it years, years, years ago. I probably rented it from Blockbuster Video, and there was nothing sleepless about it. I was sleeping by the second act. I, you?
0: I never watched
1: it. It's boring as hell.
0: Good. So I, I'm i saving time then?
1: Um. Yes. Uh, there's, <laughs> it's something about a movie when the two romantic leads don't like actually meet until the very last 30 seconds of the movie... And then the movie mm. ends. And that's just it. And, um, all right. Well, uh, it's, that's that's just move on to number nine.
0: Okay, Sleepless in Seattle had a 6.8 uh, critic rating. Number nine, The Lake House with Kiana Reeve and Sandra Bullock. It has a rating of
1: 6.8. I don't think I ever saw it. I, well, You know what? I might have seen it. They... I can't remember how it ends, because they were supposedly in two different time periods, right?
0: Yeah, it, and that's the one with the mailbox, right? Yeah,
1: and they were sending each other mail through time? Weird. But I they guess... they did end up getting together at the end, right? I have
0: no... I've never watched that one either. I just feel like the mailbox is like a hole in time. Like, there's like... Yeah.
1: A... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think I saw it, like, in school, like, you know, during during the dead days of school. And, they, you know, people just brought movies in. So I want to say I saw it, but I wasn't paying attention.
0: Number eight, Pretty Woman with a rating of 7.0. Okay.
1: No, nothing like, you know, prostitution for romantic comedies.
0: You know, that that's like the basis of it. Yeah. You know, in order to find your prince charming, you first have to trick the streets.
1: Yeah. Did you ever see it?
0: Uh, yes, I did. A long, long time ago.
1: In a galaxy far. I've never seen it. No? Never seen Pretty Woman. I saw it. No.
0: Okay. Uh, uh Number seven, Blue Valentine with 7.4.
1: And that's a romantic movie? According to IMBD. That's the extremely depressing Michelle Williams, Ryan Gosling movie where they basically show show them in the past how they met and how they fell in love and how, you know... And then in the future where they where she's like tired of him and it's basically the end of their relationship and it ends with them breaking up. It's not romantic. It, 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 it's blue. It's a blue Valentine because you feel blue when you leave. You feel sad.
0: Okay. I uh,
1: shouldn't be on that list. Number but Oscar worthy th- performances.
0: Uh, number six, Love Actually with a 7.6 rating. It is with uh, Hugh Grant. Uh Leah Liam Neeson, Alan Rickman, and Emma Thompson.
1: Yeah, never seen that one.
0: Uh it says here whether it's the affection between the stepfather and his son, two spouses, girlfriends and boyfriends are employ or employers and employees, it's done with a perfect combination of realism and sentimentality. Whatever that word is.
1: Mm, yeah. You, you never you never saw it either? No
0: either wow we suck at romance
1: movies yeah
0: uh number five broke bat mountain with 7.7 7, uh rating in imbd
1: also you know i wouldn't say the most romantic movie i mean it's it has its moments it but has its moments. like it's not uh, well I, I i guess i i'm judging by ro- romance by happy ending you know what i mean Again, it doesn't leave you feeling fantastic. Like it it kind of it's another Blue Valentine type thing, which oddly enough uh, also stars Michelle Williams.
0: I've only seen bits of pieces of it. I haven't seen the full movie completely through because while it was released on DVD, I was living with my parents and my siblings and my sister being the annoying sister that she is. She would run to my dad and just tell them that I would be watching gay porn. Oh my god. I I would never watch it. And I don't think to this day I've I've watched it completely.
1: There's nothing about gay porn in Brokeback Mountain. I know,
0: but my (laughs) sister (laughs) that's that's my excuse. But my sister. What? Uh that was number five. Number four is uh the notebook with seven point eight uh, rating
1: which, thanks to Cynthia, we both watched, yes. And I and think it deserves to be h- high on the list.
0: I think it deserves to be a little bit higher. Really, I,
1: well, I, I saw the it's at number four, number four.
0: Yeah, I would say like for this list, if it wasn't for the rating, I would make it like a two or a three. Okay, All number right. three cool, cool. is Titanic mm-hmm. 7.8 in the ratings. I drive Riz completely bonkers with this movie because I think I know almost all the words to this film. And whatever he says that for me sounds Titanic-ish, I will like go into complete
1: dialogue <laughs> for... I have to avoid actual like certain statements and certain words to avoid a, a Titanic uh, attack. I, Is- will-
0: <laughs> I will completely go into thespian mode. Um, that
1: and Moulin Rouge Moulin, Yes, Moulin Rouge And <laughs> no, freaking anything uh, uh, um, A Little Shop of Horrors Oh as my well. god Well a little, that was kind of burst into song. That was your fault <laughs> You're like, you haven't watched it?
0: And I'm like, no, I really want to watch it And we watched it a while ago really? uh,
1: But you've heard the soundtrack You've heard songs from it, right? Several, yes Well, of course, from Family Guy The Family Guy redoes an entire scene on the show.
0: Uh, number two is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind with an 8.3 rating.
1: And that goes back into the Blue Valentine because that, so I, I did category, see that movie. Did you ever see
0: it? No, this category should be named, like, most depressing... Well, uh,
1: those three, at least, Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotlight Mind is Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet who break up and they both go to like a sort of like a doctor because they can't get over each other to remove their memories of each other. So they Mm. don't have to continue thinking about each other. So, again, you go back and see how they fall in love and how, you know, their entire relationship. And it's in the meantime, it's sort of being washed over, like sometimes literally with waves, to to erase it from their memories, which again isn't isn't the most uplifting, happy, la 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 movie.
0: And number one is Casablanca with eight point five rating. Oh. I know, I know, Nova. <laughs> I know, I'm not. Happy you don't with agree that with it, it either. It
1: what, how is Moulin Rouge not on that? Well, again, that's a sad. And she gets on the plane, or he gets on the plane, so that's sad, too. I never saw Casablanca. I know, Casablanca, I know, Nova. Casablanca.
0: You'd rather have something else. Um, She's
1: like, why wasn't Lady in the Tramp on the list?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I demand a recount. Um, never watched it. I only know the movie because it's iconic line at the end when he says, Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Yeah. Um, and then for that, that line at that time of era
1: was, like, really big. Because he said the D word. Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Awesome. So if you guys agree with it, let us know. If you disagree, if you think that there should be another uh, movie on this list, let us know. And we'll we'll play it out and we'll tell you guys on future episodes. So our next review, finally, we're going to get into this review. Do you want to take the lead,
1: Riz? Absolutely. Uh, we... Went to the movies yesterday on a big IMAX screen to see Birds wow. of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, uh, which was released uh, February 7th. It was directed by Kathy Yan, who directed Dead Pigs, uh, starring the returning Margot Roby, Rosie Perez, or not returning, but also starring Rosie Perez, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Ewan, McG- Ewan McGregor. He's Ella- so cute. Ella J. Yeah, and he's aging really well. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. That's uh, money, honey. Hollywood. Uh, Ella J. Basco, Journey Smollett Bell, and Christmas Senna. Um, the synopsis: A twisted tale told by Harley Quinn herself. When Gotham's most nefariously narcissistic villain, uh, Roman Sianus, played by Ewan McGregor, has his overzealous right hand, Zaz, put a target. On a young girl named Cass. These are a lot of names. The city is turned upside down looking for her. Harley, Huntress, Black Canary, and Renee Montoya's paths collide. And the unlikely foursome have no choice but to team up to take Roman down. Yep. That's basically the synopsis. And, uh... Alright, would you like to start?
0: Um, the movie has the same... Uh, storytelling as Deadpool very yep. much the, ho- the whole you know it starts right in the middle the beginning of the movie starts in the middle of the story and it's this whole you might want to know how I got here well here's a story of all how it all started and then it takes you back to the beginning and then it catches up to you to where
1: they are it was, I was getting a lot of Deadpool vibes, but they did it well. You know, they did it, I think they did a good job with it.
0: Let's talk about the cast first. We have Margot Robbie, who plays Harley Quinn. Rosie Perez plays Renee Montoya, the detective. Elizabeth, uh, Mary Elizabeth Weinstein, who played Huntress. Ewan McGregor, who plays Roman Cyanis. Ella J. Bosco, who plays the little girl Cass. And uh, Journey Smollett Bell, who plays Black Canary. And we can't forget Chris Messina. Uh, role who played really well as yeah. Zaz.
1: Let's let's be honest. The breakout of the of the movie was Christmas Santa.
0: Yeah. So, um, Margot Robbie for me is becoming a top a top actress for me. Yeah. I feel like that she's one of those for me. In order for me to like an actor, I have to be lost in their role. I uh, uh, and it's hard for me to look at certain actors like Brad Pitt um George Clooney uh these uh Tom Cruise these are actors that for me I see them you know it's not like Johnny Depp that every time he acts you get lost in his roles or you it's, get lost
1: in his movies it's something about um I mean, uh, just off off the topic of Johnny Depp about I guess his face where whatever makeup he puts on he just looks so different like for the longest time, I had no idea what he really looked like because he, yeah. he was he was always in this different makeup. Or even he, his debut movie was the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. So even after I knew what he looked like, I went back and watched that, and I'm like, it looks nothing like what he looks like now. Yeah,
0: and for Margot Robbie, it's coming to to it's coming to turn for me like that because. Her role as Harley Quinn is completely different from her role in Wolf of Wall Street or Mary Queen of Scott that she did amazing. And I'm starting to like like her to the point where she can be like my top one of my top
1: actresses. She's no, she's fantastic. They they did a bang up job casting this role. It's such a hard role to to cast, and so many fans have wanted to see a live version of Harley Quinn for so long. And even though I loved suicide squad, uh, many, 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 many people did not, but they all said that Margot Robbie was, was one of the highlights of that movie. So doing a spinoff with her and let's be honest, this shouldn't be called birds of prey and the fantapolis emancipation of one Harley Quinn. It should be called Harley Quinn and the introduction of the birds of prey it makes a lot more sense. If you go into the movie thinking that, because you know what the fuck, you know, yeah. you know what I mean.
0: Uh, you have Rosie Perez who played well as the detective Renee Montoya. I love watching her on screen; it's, she's really captivating.
1: I'm sorry, it's uh, it's just fantastic to see um, to see them cast an older actress. You know, she's mm-hmm. what in her late late fifties, and
0: she was running in some of her scenes. She was bucking. She's it. fantastic. She's awesome,
1: and uh, you don't expect that i guess and really they like for the four lead female characters they were kind of all over the place with ages which they weren't all in their early 20s like uh charlie's angels type thing uh journey smollett i think was the youngest and mary elizabeth winstead is about my age uh in in her late 30s
0: i think for me uh i know we you said which i agree with you the breakout role was chris me- messina but out of the foursome i think for me the breakout role was mary elizabeth one god
1: yeah i loved her she
0: was so awesome
1: uh, yeah and and uh once you oh it's hard to explain like she had like an awkwardness to, awkwardness to her character yes which i thought was smart to put in like apparently the movie isn't doing as well as they thought it would and i don't get it because uh i'm sorry it, there was a hyena in this one it's close to the dog family she's always upset um but it it was it was a fun movie to me uh, do you want me to get into it
0: Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Ewan McGregor. Uh, I love him. I loved him in Moulin Rouge. The Island is another great movie that he did. Big Fish is another really wonderful movie that he was in. Um, And for me, he is such an engaging actor. And I'm always happy to see him on screen and really happy that, you know, he was in this movie.
1: He's a fantastic actor. Yeah. The only like, complaint I would have about him is he didn't really, uh, and this is for a lot of people, he wasn't able to hide his uh, accent. Um, I, I found that a little distracting in this movie. I really, were,
0: I'm going to be I honest with notice. you, I was looking for it, but his acting was like, or the movie itself, I kept forgetting about it and being engaging yeah. to what he was saying or what he was doing. Super
1: engaging. Uh, his character is awful, Fantas- yeah, he's a, a fantastic he's a villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you don't, you know, you don't get a, a lot of, and I, I'm sure there's, there's a, a version of him in the comics of this character in the comics. Yeah. Um, and I guess Ella J. Basco was the little girl. Cassandra Kane. Who, who was, who was cute. You know, they, they, they seem to be doing a lot of the little, 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 um, or, little kids with with foul mouths and
0: a la deadpool she reminded me a lot
1: of um the girl from uh aj and the queen oh yeah she was a pickpocket
0: yes yes all right so yeah uh do you want to get into that
1: absolutely so the movie basically begins with like a montage of uh of harley quinn and she's like Talking, I guess she's she's introdu- introducing the movie about how she and Joker have broken up,
0: and that no one knows yet.
1: Yeah, so she has like a protection because she's she's quote unquote Joker's girl, uh, but she keeps saying how fantastic her life is, but she's obviously upset because she, he she basically um, changed her life for him. She was like a a pretty a pretty good psychologist before. Um, So she decided to blow up... Uh, Ace
0: Chemical Plant as yeah. a homage to tell everyone or to, for her life to conclude or to close the book of her and Joker. And how you were saying that she was protected uh, because she was Joker's girl. She basically could do whatever she wants and no one can do anything uh, because of that. And she she thought that if people found out that they broke up, uh it wouldn't there wouldn't be a lot of protecting for her uh but she got drunk and you know she stole the truck and she blew up that whole entire chemical plant as a a closing of that chapter because in Suicide Squad which they mentioned uh that's that that was her sacrifice to him was to throw herself in that that bat of
1: goo of, of acid of or acid. radioactive whatever, um, and you know, uh, we mentioned that Jared Leto is not in this, but we do kind of see the back of his head in a in a in a previous scene from like Suicide sequence, Squad. Yes. Um, so, but that by by blowing that up and basically leaving her J chain there, that basically announced to the city that they they were through. And now basically her protection was done. And
0: then in comes Renee Montoya, which is Rosie Perez's character, uh, solving that mystery and solving another mystery of like these dead mob people. Uh, And that's how she comes into term. And uh, Black Canary, uh, played by uh, Journey Smollett Bell, is a singer at Ewan McGregor's uh, club or Roman Sionis's club. And that's how, you know, you start getting to know the pieces of where everyone is at and how it starts to intertwine. And the whole subplot of this is that they're trying to find this diamond uh, that belongs to the Bertinelli family. And in that diamond, there's like these codes that are uh, written into the diamond that will lead them to like this fortune.
1: Um. Yeah, like a bank account code or something.
0: And with Roman Sionis' hands on it, he could basically run the whole city of Gotham by using that money to pour in into, like, crooked cops and crooked judge and buy people off and blah, 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 blah. So they have, uh, I think Roman has the diamond, right? Yeah, because they were going to send it to be decoded. And that's where Cassandra Cain comes and pit pockets is... Uh,
1: Saz's... Zaz.
0: Who's Roman? Uh, are McGregor.
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. They got it... Or, yeah, they went to go pick it up from, like, a, a bank deposit or something. Yeah. And uh, the little girl goes and, and, and basically pickpockets. So, they... It puts, basically, a hit on this girl. Everyone's looking for this girl. And, you know, we find out that she... You know, she finds it. She finds, you know, in the police car and she... Swallows it. Yeah, she swallows it.
0: Yeah, because after she pickpockets it, she gets stopped by the cop by a previous pickpocket uh, issue that she had. And some old bodega guy looked at her and said, hey, that's her, get her. And then she was caught and taken away with the cops. Uh, So after that, uh, they also capture harley quinn because by blowing up the Ace chemical roman finds out that hey there she's she's single and makes him believe that that's his property now so they want to get her and kill her and when they do she's like you know what before you kill me i'm gonna find this diamond for you and i'll find it uh first than anybody else
1: yeah um So he, you know, I don't know exactly how she convinced him. It was it was a pretty good scene. Um, She's like, "Yeah," so he lets her go. She's like, "I'll give you twenty four hours. If not, I'll kill you." Uh, And then after she leaves, he also puts like puts it out to every hitman or every uh, bounty hunter, bounty hunter in the city as well. He's like, "This is you know good for competition because he's he's kind of a psychopath." so this is kind of going back and forth in the movie. It's not a straight line, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um. So. So she shows up in jail. Yeah, which very nicely, instead of shooting it up, she was shooting people with bean bags, which and sparklers
0: <laughs> which and glitters. blew
1: up with sparklers and uh and the smoke color bombs. color from um color run. You know the 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 puffs of smoke, which was actually a very beautiful violent scene yeah
0: it was visually cute i guess and it's very harley quinn i guess uh for for her to do that and she uh gets the girl and they escape together after this huge awesome fight scene uh and they get into a car and harley quinn's like okay give me the the diamond and she's like i can't bitch i fucking ate it you're gonna have to wait and they're like oh my god becky But uh, where do they go? Oh, they go uh, to Harley Quinn's uh, house. And they have a little girl time, you know, while the whole city is running amok looking for Harley Quinn and Cassandra Cain. Uh, We then find out that the Bertinelli diamond belongs to the Bertinelli family, uh, which got massacred years ago. um, And uh, for that diamond. Yeah, it was I think
1: pretty awful and graphic scene. They they line the entire family up, including the children and anybody shot with a Burnelli uh, bloodline. Yeah, and shot all of them.
0: Grandma's there, auntie's there, everybody, and they just died. Everyone except for one little girl. Uh, one of the mob noticed that that girl survived, and instead of ratting her out. He kidnaps her, uh, sort of, and takes her to like Italy, right, or to like Sicily or something like that. Uh, yeah, I want to like, say countryside. It was,
1: it was Sicily, and she was raised there, and she was taught the way of this hitman's people, uh, in not the bow and arrow, the crossbow. The crossbow. Because you don't. You, she would. She will. She'll. She'll be upset if you call it the bow and arrow. And that
0: little girl becomes the huntress.
1: The huntress, played by Mary Elizabeth Winston.
0: And that's where her role comes in. Uh, she has a personal vendetta to kill the four people that killed her family. And then she's like, you know what? I'm done. My mission is done. I completed it
1: all. One of them was Chris Masena, right? Yes. So uh, w- w- we can discuss Chris Masena. I didn't... I barely recognized him. He was uh, uh, on the Mindy Project as one of her love interests. Uh, he had... Um, uh, White hair, Bleach, blonde, bleach hair. blonde hair. Oh, in the mo- in this movie, in the movie, yeah. And he had
0: like uh, platinum teeth, and he yeah. was completely like cut up because he later uh, exposed that he cut himself with every victim that he kills, with, and
1: with every I think piggy that he sent to heaven, or he it something was some like creepy something ass psychotic like that. Yeah, and there was kind of I th- like um, a homo homoeroticism between him and. Uh, and Roman, uh, I Ewan was Mcgregor's for that. character. I'm like,
0: yes, evil gayness, evil gay sex. I but it.
1: yeah, um, it was. I'm I'm glad they went there with that, and they didn't make it like, uh, like offensive that, um, there were both gay characters and gay gays evil or anything like that, which they which has been done in previous. I think one of the James Bond movies. Uh,
0: well, now that you mentioned that, Riz. A lot of the evil villains come from uh, homosexual traits. If you go back to, like, early movies. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah. They always try to make the villain to be more Effeminate, feminine, more yeah. evil. But this
1: was just an interesting way to go with these characters that, um... I don't you know. can tell
0: that Zaz was obsessed with Roman Sianis. And
1: the way that he was able to... they knew how to calm him down or to direct his attention someplace else and just go up with him. It's okay. It's okay. Look at her. She's laughing at you. Go kick her ass. Or go be an asshole to her. You know? Like, just to direct his... Like, I would say that Roman's the main villain, but Zaz controlled him a yeah. lot.
0: Oh, yeah. Good good, good observation on that. And I would have to agree with you on that. So, uh... So... so- in that, back to the girls, we find out now everybody's tie into this
1: movie. Right.
0: Uh, and how they intertwine with each other. We
1: didn't really mention Black Canary much. Uh, I guess Roman liked her singing and he basically used her as a slave. Yeah, because thing. she could
0: go home. Yeah. And she was not like a prisoner or anything like that. She was just a girl at the club singing. And then she later becomes uh, Roman's driver.
1: Right. Uh,. And that's black canaries. And you kinda get a um like a hint at, at something else going on when Renee Montoya mentions her mother and she said that you have the same power that she did, which, you know, I didn't I don't really know or I didn't know the backstory of Black Canary, so I didn't know what, what she was talking about, but we do find that out later.
0: Which is a good a good uh Story that Renee told, and it gave a nice foundation for Black Canary's uh, character and role for this movie. Yeah. Um, so at the end, they all meet up together, and they're like, "Shit, you know, we got to fight this because you know the little girl's gonna die." And he- I guess they donned a little bit of 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 heroin heroinism.
1: Yeah, well, I think they they realize that, you know, he's going to come after a little girl, but he's not going to stop with her. He's going to keep going. He's going to kill kill them all, you know what I mean? And uh Harley Quinn did kind of betray the little girl in another scene which we won't really get into. Uh but Harley Quinn did have affection towards her. Like, again, a lot like Deadpool 2, um but, you know, it's, it's a formula. At least it isn't, you know, Harley Quinn's long lost sister is the villain. BS. A la Fast and the Furious. Not a lot. Everything that's coming out.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, at the end of the movie, it's this huge fight scene at this funhouse that kind of reminds me of the video game that I played, DC Universe Online. Uh, there's a section. Uh, it could be possibly, I don't doubt it, a part of the comic book lore. Of that rundown amusement park. Oh
1: yeah, I, well, at least I remember in Batman the Animated Series there was a. Correct,
0: you're right. Now I remember that. And
1: I remember seeing, I think one of the one of the Batman uh, like recent graphic, uh, not novels, but uh, more mature animated movies that they've been releasing, where uh, Batman uh, kills Joker in in a in you know. a funhouse like that.
0: And uh, so, yeah, they go into, like, this huge fight. I like the whole scene where they were off fighting, but they were playing hot potato with a young girl. Yeah, that was to pretty To try cool. to keep her away from getting killed. Yep. And then they would throw the girl at each other and do, like, this little cool fight choreography. That was pretty badass. Uh, so, and then in that movie, or in that scene, at the end of the fight scene, we see Black Canary's full power, which I think is, like, the only power that there is in that whole movie. of
1: yeah. And and I think that made that scene even more impressive and uh I guess I don't know, interesting or it made it bigger because it's not like the X Men where, okay, who is this person? What's their power? Oh, that's pretty cool, but then they're gone, you know? (laughs) And you might see see the power again in a in a short scene. But like just the introduction of that of that in a movie where um most of the characters did not have powers. They were just a little crazy, you know? Yeah. Uh it was interesting. She was able she had the ability to, like, I guess, Sonic uh sing, I guess, and blow everyone out out of the way. Um there's an X Men character like that, right? Uh
0: Banshee, Banshee and his daughter Siren.
1: Banshee and Siren, yeah, yeah. Um, it was really cool and each of the characters kind of uh, contributing their own way to saving the little girl um but roman does get a hold of her and drives off
0: yeah and then that's uh where they get overwhelmed with a bunch of dudes and uh black canary uses her power to like just kill them all together not kill them but stun them uh and makes uh harley quinn go after them with some rollerblades and she can't catch up
1: roller skates or
0: roller skates. Yes. Which funny that black canary tells the huntress, how did they have, how did she had time to change yeah, to do a, a shoe change in the middle of this fight? <laughs> but
1: it's Harley Quinn. So a, a chase of a limousine on skates.
0: Yeah. And the huntress helps, uh, Harley Quinn catches up. Catch oh, up like with the push, bike. push
1: her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not as crazy as I remember. Yeah. And
0: then she swings and she gets up and then that's where you see like in the, in the trailer, that fight scene on the car with her kicking them with the roller skates and they catch up.
1: So cool.
0: And the movie ends with them at the pier or that whole scene ends with them at the pier. Where it's like the showdown between Harley Quinn and Roman. Uh, and she only had one, one bullet and she missed. Uh, yeah.
1: Um, she because there were like statues and shit on the pier i think it might have been like villains like a weird villain graveyard or something i don't know i I don't really i'm sure there's something in the comics about that i want to look it up not sure but she actually hit a a statue and he was hiding behind the statue with a little girl and that was her one bullet and the little girl's like remember i'm a pickpocket well i stole your ring and she took out she showed her the the pin of a yeah. grenade. She's
0: like, oh, I want to confess something before this happens. I stole your ring. And Harley's like, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Even after all this time, you fucking are a thief. And then.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I I guess Harley Quinn is able to separate them. I, I don't know exactly how and pushes him off the. Off the I think he thing. realized
0: that it's a grenade, and oh. he like at a, as a surprise, he puts his hands up, like "Holy fucking shit!"
1: Okay, and then she runs off, and then he tried to like find it on his body because she hit it on him,
0: and she kicks him, and he she kicks him off the
1: pier. He fell off the pier, and he blew up into a million, which pieces. was
0: an amazing fucking scene. Like, yeah, it was so gruesome. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, you know, a lot of the the superhero movies don't kill the villain off. That easily
0: or that fast?
1: Not not necessarily that fast or that like dead dead. You know what I mean? There there's always you know the possibility of a sequel for a lot of the villains. So it 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 was it was nice to see, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. And they are joined by the girls, and they all walk off, and uh, the movie ends with uh, Harley Quinn narrating that. With the diamond, the huntress uh, was able to get into her account and fund use the funds for the birds of prey. They become the birds of prey, and Renee
1: Montoya uh, quits. Well, I'm trying to think of who the birds of prey is. What's what's her name? Uh, uh the black, canary, canary. black canary and the huntress become birds of prey. Yeah. So, like I said, the introduction of birds of prey, not birds of prey, and the blah, blah blah. But what happened, Rene Mont?
0: Rene Montoya quit the police force because all that. The oh my god, I can't word it right.
1: Because the um, the police chief took credit for. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. That's what I'm here for. Lord, <laughs> <laughs> uh, took credit for. For everything that she basically just did at and, the fun house, yeah. Um, so she's like, Screw you, I'm out, and she, you know, joins the birds of prey
0: after the huntress gets uh, the money. She, uh, she gives the actual diamond to Harley Quinn, and Harley Quinn sells the money, uh, sells the diamond for money. She pawns it, and uh, she becomes like this, uh, I would say like this mob mother, but with the birds of prey. Like she she doesn't work directly through them or with them, but she's like there. And she has Cassandra Kane, which is a little girl, uh becoming her apprentice. Yeah. Um And that's it.
1: So yeah, the um I the only thing I knew about Birds of Prey was uh that eventually Batgirl like joins them. So I I hope the movie did well enough or does well enough to warrant a sequel, maybe without Harley Quinn, maybe because honestly Or yeah, Birds those, of Prey spin off Those three characters were fantastic. That the would the be introduction awesome. of of um Montoya, Huntress and and Black Canary, they're fantastic characters and they could they could carry a movie on their own.
0: Absolutely. One hundred percent. And with a future with Batgirl in it. That can pull big, big crowds.
1: Yeah, uh, if I remember right, uh, it's after Batgirls. Like, like she's uh, paralyzed from fighting, and she ends up being the computer person for them in the in their lair.
0: Oh wow! I'm
1: I'm, I'm thinking of the show, the 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 short-lived WB show from the nineteen nineties, Birds of Prey.
0: Oh yeah, I remember that vaguely. Yeah. Golly! Hey, <laughs> hey, hey!
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's a fly, and, there was and a, yeah, and Nova went after the fly. So, uh, what what rating would you give it? I
0: really do uh, want to tell you guys to go see the movie on uh, in the movies. I we always say whether to wait for Netflix, yeah. But this is a movie that you will absolutely enjoy in the theater, and if you won- can get IMAX, even better.
1: It was such a fun movie. It's a
0: fun movie to go with like your girlfriends, or go on a date, or go with your family who can watch rated R movies, and it's very entertaining. There was no. It was consistent, you know, and if if it was an action. Carrying you over, it was like the whole acting. I mean, you and McGregor, Margot Robbie was amazing together.
1: It was fantastic. And uh, BTW, before we get into our ratings, I want to give a special shout out to uh, my brother Nick and sister in law Barbara for sponsoring us going to see this movie yes, <laughs> t- this, yesterday. This
0: review actually is sponsored by them. Yes. So thanks, Nick. Thanks, so, Barbara. Yeah,
1: let us know if you want to advertise anything. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you so
0: much Awesome I would give this movie a 4.0
1: I'll give it 4.25 Awesome Yeah, I really liked it Me too Uh, Fantastic Uh, So let's get into uh, the new music and DVDs coming out soon
0: that are coming out
1: soon so the new music that is coming out soon huey lewis and the news is releasing weather that's weather as in you know outside um like rain yeah okay uh nathaniel radcliffe his new album and it's still all right is out this week on the 11th or the 14th one of those it depends on who releases music when uh and Tame Impala with oh, the wow. Slow Rush great band yep uh new m- movies on DVD uh Ford V Ferrari uh is out which I think your brother saw right he yes. didn't you want to review it yes uh After She Wakes is out not a lot of stuff that I've actually heard of came out, which is fine. Uh, the first season of Swamp Thing, which uh, has been airing on one of the the online platforms, which I didn't even know that it started, but I'll check out eventually.
0: Yeah, me too. All right. You ready for six degrees of separation?
1: I'm so ready it hurts. So
0: since we watched Birds of Prey, I would want to choose Mary Elizabeth Winstead. And George Clooney, <clears throat> Mary Elizabeth Winstead to George Clooney.
1: Okay. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, um, was in, uh, Let me start with George Clooney. George Clooney was, of course, on ER, which uh, I almost watched straight through. Like, I was in and out of it. But the early seasons, I would say the first eight seasons I watched straight through. And then I was in and out after that, after several of the characters left. and went on for 16 years. Uh, With uh, Juliana Margulies, who did The Good Wife. Uh, with, who's, what's the Sheldon's mom? Not Sheldon's mom, the other guy's mom. Do you remember her name? No, uh, okay. No, I can't remember her name. Mary Elizabeth Winstead was in 30, no, 10 Cloverfield Lane, right? With John Goodman. Uh, John Goodman was in Roseanne with George Clooney. There you go. Yeah, You're George that. Clooney starred in, or didn't star, he guest starred in early episodes of Roseanne. Huh. <laughs> there you go.
0: And our fact of the week is a standard reel in film that runs 25 frames per second is 1,000 feet long. This 1,000 feet of film will produce about 11 minutes of footage. That means that a projectanist, is that how you pronounce it? Projectonist Yes, had to change reels many times during a single movie to keep it going uninterrupted and to give you more into perspective of this Titanic came out in 1997 and at that time uh, film reels were still a thing. And with a runtime of three hours and 15 minutes, each copy of Titanic was 17.7 reels long. That means at 25 frames per second, it consists of over 17,000 feet of film. That was over three hours, or I'm sorry, that was over three miles. For a single movie. Wow. And that's the fact of the week. And you can do whatever you want with it because it's not mine.
1: It's the projectionists. So there
0: you go. This is the end of the show, but that doesn't mean you can stop with us. You can continue over at Instagram and follow us at PressPlayAR for updated content and info on our show. we like to thank you for always hanging out with us every week.
1: We love to hear from our devoted listeners, so email us at GoPressPlay2 at gmail.com. That's Go Press Play the number two. Any funny stories or if you have an opinion about something, let us know. This is Press Play with Og and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey and I'm Riz. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.